Welcome to the Fantasy Hour on Tap, brought to you by ontapsportsnet.com and presented by Manscaped. If you're looking for the best manscaping products on the planet, go over to manscaped.com and browse their awesome selection. The Lawnmower 3.0 brings you 7,000 RPMs of skin-safe technology so you don't nick your balls or any other sensitive areas. Want to keep your boys fresh all day? Hey, that's not a problem. Go over and pick up the ball toner and deodorant so you're fresh all day long. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code ONTAP to get 20% off and free shipping on all your manscaping needs. Alright football fans, we are back with another edition of Fantasy Hour on Tap. This week we are here for your Thanksgiving special and week 12 total rundown. It is your host tonight, Premier Amp, joined as always by Mr. Pat Bodeway. Hello. How are you doing this week, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. It's Thanksgiving week, man. Short work week. How are you doing? Oh, that makes me feel so much better, uh, you know, the short week and... Uh, Personal note, it's a good week, too, because we just got all our new furniture, even though got a couple hiccups with it. So, you know what? It's okay. We're going to get through that stuff, you know. But, um, yeah, man, I'm excited for this week. we got some good football games in front of us. Um, Quick note on that. First tidbit is that they moved the uh, Ravens-Steelers game to Sunday at a whopping, what was that that start time they did? A 12-15 start time. That's okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just picked a random time. Um, whatever. So, yeah, that game got moved from Sunday night due to some COVID concerns. So you that know, extra 15 Sunday. minutes is for those rapid COVID response tests. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. Um, you know, as always, you know, keep tabs on stuff like that. You know, they've got a lot of uh, stuff popping up with teams uh, this last week or so. Um, expect that. Actually, I'm just saying this real quick. Expect that to be maybe even worse in a couple of weeks, too, with it being the holidays. I'm sure some players will probably be going to see some family. So just be uh, just be leery on that one. But uh, to dive right into it, as always, go over to Twitter. Follow all of us. You can follow me at Premier Amp. You can follow Pat at Pat Bodeway. You can follow the fantasy page at Fantasy HR on tap, as well as the main page at on tap sports net and i'm going to kick it over to you my good old friend there's uh, a quick message you would like to put out yeah um you know it being thanksgiving um obviously everybody be safe um and and one of the traditions of thanksgiving is we get football and uh i wrote a little article at on tap sportsnet.com uh go check it out it's about thanksgiving tradition in the nfl and how i think it's time for a change um it's sure to cause some controversy and um I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with it, but I think there's enough who might that uh, it makes for some interesting conversations. So I offer up to Mr. Roger Goodell, commissioner of the NFL, please go give it a read, even though you're not listening to this. Check it out and tell me how wrong I am, because I like to anger you guys and uh, I love the hate and the controversy. So bring it on. It likes to push those buttons, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I pushed those buttons last week recording with Mr. Uh, you know, Lucas Perfetti over at Bears on Tap. Yes. But 
Uh, you know, as he said, uh, you know, a lot of his players were on the bye week, so he knew he was probably going to take an L uh, that week. But you know what? An L is an L. I don't care what he says. I love him. But, uh, you know, as he always says, yeah, I yeah. smelled that one there, Lucas. You took that L still, buddy. Um, <laughs> you know, moving forward, speaking of fantasy relevancy, don't pick up Mitchell Trubisky. Don't do it. Don't do it, Amp. Don't do it. Don't um, do it. So let's dive right into these games. First game we have on the slate this week. We have 16 total games, no bye weeks. So uh, we're into some fun stuff. I know they said I think week 15 is the first Saturday game. So we're in, in for an interesting slate coming up uh, in a few weeks here. So first game on the slate, we have Texans-Lions. Thanksgiving Day special of the Lions at 1130 um, Thursday morning. Yeah, you know what? Um, a lot of concerns in this game. DeAndre Swift's questionable, so where will the Lions go in the running back room if he's not there? It looks like Danny Amendola, Kenny Galladay are out again, so it looks like you know they're going to be throwing together a wide receiving core in this one. Um, I like the Texans' offense in this one and don't like much from the Lions. Now for the 3.30 game on Thanksgiving Day, we have Washington football team traveling to Dallas to play the Cowboys. This is an interesting game. Uh, you know, Alex Smith gets to play on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys have Mr. Andy Dalton at the helm on this one. Uh, I like CeeDee Lamb in this game for the Cowboys. I think this is actually going to be a lot closer of a game, but I don't think this is going to be a big scoring game. Uh, it's a divisional matchup in a division that is absolute trash. So, yeah, we have that, Pat. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm real. <laughs> And that's technically your night game since the uh, Steelers and Ravens, like I stated previously, got moved. Um, but let's dive right into uh, the rest of the games after Thanksgiving. Real quick uh, message from everyone here at ONTAP. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody that celebrates and enjoy the day and enjoy the couple days off to watch a bunch of football. And be uh, safe. And, and be safe. Uh, be safe, be smart, be good, as I always say, Pat. Um, I do. So... We will dive into that one. Chargers, Bills. I like this game. Really excited Me to watch this too, one. Yeah. Uh, I keep saying it. There's, I know a lot of people say Justin Herbert, uh, or not Justin Herbert, sorry, Justin Jefferson is in the front runner for Rookie of the Year. You can't tell me that you're taking that away from Justin Herbert. Uh, dude, obviously, has been lighting the world on fire uh, for the Chargers. They're struggling this year, but that's more of coaching slash defense. Um I like the Bills in this one as well. Their offense is going to light it up, uh, you know, through the air with uh, Diggs and, you know, maybe Beasley in this one as well. Chargers could do the same. So I could see this one be a higher uh, higher scoring game. Uh, next game will be a repeat of two weeks ago with the uh, Colts versus Tennessee. Uh, this one is interesting. I think this is going to be a big uh, ground and pound game for Tennessee. Looking for a victory in this one on the back of Derrick Henry. With a little bit of salt and pepper thrown in with some A.J. Brown targets. Maybe some Corey Davis as well. Should be a fun one to watch. Uh, next up, we have the Panthers-Vikings. Uh, looks like Teddy's back this week, as they said. So instead of going back to, you know, uh, oh, man, George, or no, who was the uh, P.J. Walker, mm -hmm. old XFL star, Uh they're going to go back to Teddy, even though they blanked the Lions last week, 20 nothing. 
Should have stuck with the XFL guy. Uh, the Vikings, though, their offense is on fire. That should still continue in this game with Kirk Cousins, you know, Jefferson, Thielen, whatever you want to plug in. You got him, plug him in. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook it, doing what he does. <laughs> yeah, Dalvin Cook should have himself a good day as well. So I think this should be another showdown. Um, after that, we have the Browns and Jacksonville. I'm going to make this one short and sweet, Pat. This one's real easy. Play everything on the Browns. Do not play anything from the Jags offense. Maybe the only one I would say is Robinson, but play the Browns defense. hundred percent. They have Mike Glennon starting at QB. Yes. Yes. Let's, let's repeat that one for the people in the back. They got Mike a good old Glennon. long neck. <laughs> yeah. Long neck himself is making his debut for Jacksonville. So play the Browns defense. It is going to be a absolute disaster. Maybe they're smarter than I really think they are, knowing that they're that bad at one and nine. I think maybe they're just like, yeah, you know what? Let's take a couple more losses, you know, on the season and get a good draft pick. Following that one will be the Giants versus the Bengals. Uh, last week, I would have told you hammer everybody um, on this Bengals offense this coming week. But unfortunately, uh, you know, something not fun happened for for Cincinnati and they've lost Joe Burrow for the season. And at this point, uh, reports have said that 2021 could also be in major question as well. Really? Yes. I didn't uh, see that. Wow. ACL, MCL. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. And you got to look at the point in the year that it was, we were week 11. So you talk exactly a year from now. You're, I mean, are you risking it? if you're Cincinnati to bring them back for the last few games of what would be another lost season. Um, so very, very tough loss. I really, you know, that one pains me to say, um, cause he was having himself a good rookie season as well. And the only reason I said previously that the crown goes to Justin Herbert for the rookie of the year is because Burrow's not there now. And that kind of falls off, but Can this I is a, about that real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to call it right now. Hot take. Mitch Trubisky is going to the Bengals. I don't know if I would say. I mean, that's a hot take off the rip, my friend, but mm-hmm. um, not a bad option, though, for him. Isn't no, it's he, not. Isn't he an Ohio kid? I don't remember where he's from. I thought he was Ohio. I'm going to look that up. But actually, that'd be a very smart move by them as well. Uh, it's a different uh, podcast if you would like to listen to that one. That, my <laughs> friends, is called Bears on Tap. You can follow them on Twitter at Bears on Tap. Shockingly enough, we have a great crew over there and Beat on 300, Lucas Perfetti, and that pod guy, Duke. Check all of them out. Yeah, they really do great work over there. They, they are They're on the true, true train this week, man. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, back to this game, Giants-Bengals, nightmare game, low scoring, play the defenses, I don't like a lot from it. Looks like I think I saw earlier today as well. Um, it might be without Geo. Mixon is definitely out again. So they might be out without Bernard as well. Um, the Giants are bad. But yet again, Giants are still in their division. So I don't know what to say. They're probably going to pull this one off or lose it. And then, you know, we'll see a tie and, you know, another in, in the Thursday night game. I don't know. Whatever. Um it's just a mess. That whole division, it's, it it's, just, it's it dark. sucks. I follow, there's a couple Eagles fans I know on uh, Twitter as well. Cole is one. But um, 
it's sad to see that they're leading the division at three, six and one and all yeah. these other divisions. It's like seven and two, nine and one, <laughs> 10 and oh, it's like, oh, three, six and one. Got it. Real good. But short message to Cole. Good job on your Eagles being the leaders of your division. Yay. Uh, so we'll dive into the last game that I will talk about and then we will kick it over to you, buddy. We got the Cardinals versus the Patriots. Uh, this will be another one. I think this should be a middle ground scoring type game. Should be a good one, though. Uh, hopefully Kyler Murray is good in this one to roll. I know he got hurt last week. Um, he should get back to his rushing ways. The Patriots have not been very good on defense. Cam is starting to kind of wake up a little bit after those few bad weeks after coming back from being on the COVID list. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks to be back to normal. Um, you know, they got a lot of weapons out there. Some of them are still not back yet, but they've got Jacoby Myers, who's been very good for Cam. So, I mean, I wouldn't be too upset if you had Cam, if you had to play him this week in, in place of some other quarterbacks, really. Um, I think it's I a favorable it, matchup for him, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, But it should be a good game. Other than that, like I said, Cardinals hammer everybody. Hammer Murray, hammer Hopkins if you have him, obviously. Skeptical on the running back situation, but, you know, you probably can't go too wrong with either one of them. But I will kick it over to you to probably the best game of the week, my friend. How has this game not been flexed into Sunday Night Football already, man? The Dolphins and the Jets? Wow. (laughs) Um, This game, wow, uh, is right. Uh, if you got someone from the Dolphins, plug them in and play them and forget about it. This is, this, you know, the Jets suck, you know. But are you concerned that they will pull Tua again after, you know, going 50%? No, because I still, that that play, the last play before he came out, it looked like he got rolled up in that tackle. So I think that he was a little shaken up. And then, you know, obviously they put in Fitzmagic. And, and then they said that two is going to get his job back. So I, I just think that it was kind of like a maintenance thing. They're trying to be careful with him, especially after he had that hip injury at Alabama. You know, it's just you don't want to see another Joe Burrow happen. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think they're just kind of being cautious with Tua. But I mean, if you got anybody on the Dolphins, I think this is most definitely the week to play them. Um. Moving over to the Raiders and the Falcons. I really like this game and I'm really pissed off off at Todd Gurley because I would have gotten a victory last week if he got me more than three freaking points. Uh, that being said, I don't think he's going to do much this week. I, I I don't know what happened to him, and I, I don't see him really recovering this week against the Raiders. I like the Raiders. I think they put up a really good fight against Kansas City. That was a fun game to watch. Um, I like everybody on, on Vegas right now. Um, I like Derek Carr in this game. I like uh, Darren Waller. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I think this is going to be a pretty good game, especially when the Raiders are going against that terrible Falcon secondary. And obviously Matt Ryan. You can't count Matt Ryan out, Julio Jones. Um, Julio was a little banged up, though, so I haven't seen how his health is. Yeah, I know Um, he's in question this week. Yeah, okay. Uh, Moving forward to the Ravens and the Steelers. There's a game that got postponed to Sunday, 12-15. Random time. Yeah, I I honestly, I think if you got him, you're starting them, except for Hollywood Brown. Um, I, I don't understand him this year. He he has moments, and then he just goes flat, so flat. I don't get it. Um, okay, real quick, I'm going to yeah. answer that with the simple response. Okay, ready for this? 
Give me it. Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. Mm, shout out to Johnny Nani. You know, and, and <laughs> it's a shout out to Johnny Nani itself, which is a shot. Um, honestly, dude, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Hollywood coming out of the draft last year. I wasn't a huge fan of him on this team. They thought he was going to be some deep threat for Lamar. The problem is Lamar can't throw the ball more than 10 yards. So where are you going to hit the kid? I, you know, and then everybody was high on him this year. Yet again, I was not. I don't think he's in the right system for the right team or with at least the right quarterback. You throw him on a team where they can launch the ball in Kansas City, L.A., or uh, not L.A., uh, Las Vegas. Uh, there's so many other teams that he could have been fine on. It's just you don't have the right quarterback. And it's not a knock at Lamar. Obviously, he won an MVP, but he's regressed. His passing is you know, I was very low with him coming in with Lamar. I was like, ah, he's not a great passer. Okay, you proved me wrong last year. But I knew as soon as teams started to figure him out, those passes were going to look like duck shots, and they just waddle through the air, and they just fall flat. Like kind of kind of giving you the uh, Robert Griffin third feel a little bit here. Yeah, but at least Griffin. He's going probably- down. He's going oh, down a little bit. Yeah, but – I don't trust Hollywood Brown. The only thing that he's going to find and on that offense going up against the Steelers is going to be Mark Andrews. A hundred percent agree. It just depends on everything. Cause obviously JK Dobbins, Mark Ingram have all gone, I think on the COVID list. So it's the Gus bus train all week. They said, I don't know how I feel about Gus Edwards going up against that steel curtain. I wouldn't start him, you know, yeah. but, but the Ravens are going to be desperate, buddy. They've just yeah. lost two in a row. So, that's My bad. True. I went off course for. No, it's okay. No, I, I you made a good I'm, point. I mean, I, I guess it, the bottom line is this: if you're stuck between choosing A, B, and C wide receiver or Hollywood Brown, I'll tell you what: you a, can B, take Hollywood and feel safe, right? But if you're if you're questioning, like, huh, this this week specifically, should I take should I start Hollywood Brown or Marvin Jones? I'll you give gotta you an weigh example. those options. If you have an opportunity, A, B, and C, I'll give you all three Steelers receivers over Hollywood Brown. All three. Oh, yeah. Give me all three of those receivers over Hollywood Brown. I guarantee. I agree. It. Yeah. We will run it back next week. I'll tell you now. I would not be surprised if all three of them outproduce him. I guarantee at least two do. A hundred percent. You can't I tell me that. that a guy like Deontay Johnson getting twelve receptions, a hundred. 11 yards last week dude's killing it even missing time in games he still comes out with these receptions juju hasn't been great but he still gets the shine claypool needs to just score a touchdown like he does in every single game and you're good 10 touchdowns in 10 games was the stat i believe i you saw know, the other day okay well one of the games he had like four so yeah <laughs> i keep getting cc'd in twitter you know and, and twitter talk from beat on and ethan about you know Claypool and how I didn't agree. Okay, well he's on a real good team, guys. Let's slow down. Third yeah. receiver on a on a really good offense and a good yeah. Team. If if he was in Cleveland, he wouldn't be putting up the same kind of production. No, but um I digress on that. But in, in all honesty, I would give all three of those receivers. I I would pick all three of them over it. And there's that's probably fair. more. Yeah, that that's totally fair. Um, I could probably put forty guys in front of Hollywood probably. <laughs> but. I don't know if I'd say 40, but I mean, 
probably close. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on to the Saints and Broncos game. Uh, this one's interesting to me because of the quarterback here. Uh, so last week, Sean Payton announced Taysom Hill was going to be starting. If anybody saw my tweet last week when it happened in ESPN leagues, Taysom Hill was li- listed as a tight end slash quarterback. I stole um, that. I got him as that tight end, and I got a two quarterback play. However, that was taken away this week. He is only listed as a quarterback now. By the way, yes. Um, excuse me for a, a second. Fuck you for tweeting that out after you picked him up. <laughs> Simultaneous, man. I saw it. I I, I hit it in the. I was time. trying to get ready for work when it went out, and I was like, oh, I'll go scoop him up real quick. I looked at him in their league. I was like, you son of a biscuit. It didn't do many fucking good, though, because I still lost by five points because Todd Gurley's a bitch. So, eh, I digress. You know what? Uh, it, it, it's upsetting, too, because in, in my work league, I was going to go pick him up. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to be that douchebag that picks him up because he's playing quarterback and I put him in my tight end slot. It's a 10-team league. We just Why not? Why not? Screw it. Okay, well, let me tell you why. All right, so I looked at my team real. I'll, I'll tell you. My, we play two quarterbacks in my work league. Oh, okay. Quarter, quarterback one, okay, Mahomes. Okay. Quarterback two was Tua. I was like, all right, I should be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he, Tua probably still will outduel him at quarterback. And number three option would have been putting him in at tight end. And you want to know who my tight end is? Mm. Travis Kelsey. Oh, I see your point. So it would have literally been a bench stash just so nobody else got him. I didn't want to be that guy yeah. to just stash him right. so nobody yeah. else. Did. Well, then it bit me in the in the keister because the guy I was playing picked him up oh. and put him at tight end. I mean, I I lost by like ten, so it's not like it really mattered because of Tua. But right. at the end of the day, I was very happy with my choice because Kelsey still put up better numbers than him. Kelsey in that league put up twenty six compared to his twenty four. Yeah. So it, it, you see my point. I mean, it wouldn't have do. done yeah. difference. And uh, judging judging off watching the Saints last week, I think their offense looked fine with Hill at quarterback. I think they found their heir apparent. Yeah, and not only that, but I think that Sean Payton is a damn good head coach, and he was able to adapt to what he had rather than force something like a certain coach that we are not going to talk about. And, and they just made it work, you know? Was it perfect? No, but... They made it work, and I think that you're going to see more of that in a more fine-tuned manner this week against the Broncos, who are a struggling team. Um, I mean, the Broncos are weird, man. Don't you think? Like, yeah. they have they have ups and downs. They have some highs. They have some lows, but they just can't seem to get it together on a consistent basis and put a full game plan together. So I don't trust them. I mean, I got Melvin Gordon. You know, I have Tim Patrick, and in the one league that I'm in dead last in because of poor luck, I've been starting him every week, and I don't even care. But you go and you look, and it's like, oh, okay, he had most 60 yards. Oh, he had four catches for 52 yards, whatever it might be. It's not – there's no wow factor with anybody in Denver. So if you got other options at Denver, man, I, I, I'm staying away from Denver, especially against a good Saints defense. Then you have a really, really interesting game between the Niners and the Rams. Um, you saw the Seahawks beat the Cardinals last week and take first place in that division. And, and 
as much as you might want to count the Niners out, they're still in this division race. I mean, maybe not to win it, but at least to, you know, maybe come in second, grab that wild card spot. So this is a really important game for the Niners here. And it's a really important game for the Rams, too, because they need to get into that kind of a rhythm where they can put together consistent wins and try to climb back up. So I, I've hated them all year, but I actually really like Jared Goff in this match. And I like all the Rams receivers, too. I think this is going to be a good game uh, for the Rams. I think that the 49ers are going to lay everything out, but they're going to come short. And I, I don't really trust too many people from that offense right now. Uh, and then you're going to game of the week right here, Chiefs and Buccaneers. Um, what? We're starting That's to sound like week? a – I believe so, yeah. Uh, 325? I don't, I don't know. Sunday night's game of the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there in a second. Um, Chiefs Buccaneers, man, uh, we're starting to sound like a broken record saying, you know, start everybody on the Chiefs, but it's still true. Um, and with the Buccaneers, I mean, you saw the Raiders put up a, a bunch of points on the Chiefs last week, so I'm not counting out this uh, this Buccaneers offense. Uh, you're starting Tom Brady, you're starting Evans, you're starting Godwin, and uh, if you're, you know, in a deep league or, you know, 12, 14, 16-team league, lot of roster spots start ab why not right um can't really hurt you i'd probably start all three of those receivers even over uh hollywood brown i think i probably would too yeah oh so and then like you said man this this 40 i'm telling you 40 this game of the week between the bears and the packers with mitchell trubisky supposedly getting the starting nod over nick Foles. he's coming in to save the day for chicago I would pick all three Bears receivers over Hollywood Brown. Oh, hell no, you would not. Hell no, yeah. I not a chance. Not a chance. Um, let me ask you this question here. Would I pick <sighs> Anthony Miller over Hollywood Brown? Yes. No, no, no. In this game, and I, I, this is just – I don't want to get too much into the Bears-Packers because we're Bears fans and we're talking fantasy football here, but in this game – do you see this being a Packers jump out to a lead that is so insurmountable they could pull Aaron Rodgers and the Bears are just left throwing, throwing, throwing and not accomplishing anything because their offense is so broken? Well, here's the difference, and this is a tidbit on the Bears side, so we'll cut from fantasy for a second. Um, the difference will be we've got Mitch at the helm supposedly this week. Now, the thing is you have Bill Lazor calling the plays still. So we have not seen Mitch run an offense under somebody different That's a good point. since his rookie year. Yeah. So are we going to get Mitch a 2018 back who's running it a little bit more? I'm in a joking fashion for the last week and a half now, or week, half week, whatever. I've been telling everybody, don't be surprised if the Bears win this game. And the reason is because in Chicago we have a mantra, get up for the letdown. They're going to pull this game off. Everybody's going to be on a high, and then we'll just teeter right off again. Yeah, uh, I don't see, I, I don't see that happening, and it's strictly because of the Bears' offensive line. And I think the Packers' defense has been exposed, and I think that they're exploitable. However, I think that that Bears' offensive line is so bad. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are on. I mean— I'm not. I'm not. I'm not suggesting from a fantasy standpoint. I'm not suggesting anybody not, uh, not start Aaron Rodgers. 
you know, or Devontae Adams. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm only throwing this out there that if you're debating between Aaron Rodgers and let's say like Ben Roethlisberger or, or, uh, uh, Jared Goff, maybe, you know, is it, it's something you have to think about that the Packers just might get such a big lead that they don't need Rodgers to play. They might pull him or they might just run the hell out of the ball and kill the clock. What do you think? I mean, it's, it's plausible. And I mean, I think the Packers defense is a good option, but I'm staying far away from this game. Uh, if I, if I have any choice in fantasy, I'm still probably rolling out Rodgers unless I have one of those other top four or five guys. Um, but I feel better about the bears offense. If Mitch is at the helm, I'd feel a lot better about Allen Robinson. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know about the other two, but I feel really good about Allen Robinson and that's about it. Monty hammer play on this one with him coming back with this God awful, uh, rushing defense that uh, the Packers have. But yeah. other than that, that's that's pretty much it. It's your normal Packers stack of Adams, Rodgers, and then Bearside. I would play Robinson like you do probably every week. I think I agree with you, and yeah. Mon- I, and Monty. you got to play Monty this week. And I think it's really it, – the whole question about Aaron Rodgers is really just coming down to if you have somebody else, you know. If you have someone who has a more favorable matchup where they might have to throw it more. So that's just that's the only two cents I want to throw into that one. So let's move on to the Monday night game, which is a surprisingly interesting game, actually, Um, even though I think the Seahawks are going to roll right over the Eagles. uh, You and I talked about it last week about the whole division of the NFC East being up for grabs. And I mean, you're right you know, the Eagles, they got to win out pretty much to win the division. So clearly they want this game badly, especially against a good Seahawks team. Seahawks are in first place after beating the Cardinals last week. Uh, but you're going to be playing every single person on the Seahawks. Your DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you're going to play Russell Wilson, throw in Greg Olson. I mean, he, he'll, he'll get he, two catches he's, for six He's on yards. IR. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, I didn't see, that? see that? No, oh, I did not. Yeah. No, he, he I must have missed that one. Yeah. He got real hurt. Oh, well, he'll probably score more points than Trey Burton. Um, anyway. Trey Burton to show up every other game. Um, I'm staying far away from Carson Wentz. He is just god-awful this year. Um, I don't think I really trust any of the offensive players on the Eagles. I think it's too hard of a game to predict for them. I think that the Seahawks' defense is not good, but you can't really give an edge to an offense just because – the opposing defense is bad. Um, they still have to be able to put it together. And so far, Carson Wentz, the leader of the Eagles offense, has not been able to put it together on a consistent basis. That's for damn sure. So I think I'm staying away from everybody on the Eagles, but play everybody on the Seahawks. Um, even Greg Olson on IR. Fuck it. You know, get a big zero. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, might as well, right? <laughs> He'll still somehow score more <laughs> than any Bears more player. Than a, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, that's uh, I actually I'm excited to watch that Monday night game a little bit, even though the Eagles have been, like you said, up and down. But I don't know. They're going to put up a good match. Um, I don't know where I would go on their receiving core. Probably Fulgham is still the best option. Mm. Now, Seahawks, I mean, Seahawks, though, you're playing everybody. Oh, absolutely. You know, you're, you continue to play Rush. You continue to play DK, continue to play Lockett. 
Uh, I don't know. I think Carson's back this week, so it's probably another good option too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I think, like you said a little while ago, the game I'm looking forward to the most, even though we say it every time, uh, Chiefs Bucks is going to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to count for you, and I'm going to let you know next week. Um, I'm going to figure out how many receivers have more points than Hollywood Brown at the end of it all. I think I think 40. I'm still going 40, bro. I'm intrigued. <laughs> watch me watch me be completely wrong, and Hollywood Brown's like the number one receiver. Yeah, he falls out this week. He so. falls out for 45 <laughs> points. And, 45 points? Yeah. Oh, He's going to get like 130 yards, seven touchdowns. No, I'm just kidding. He has a Dalvin Cook day. Yeah, it's a Dalvin Yeah, pretty much. Derrick Henry, 200-yard day, two touchdowns, you know. That's but, uh, probably one of the other interesting games, too, is the Tennessee and Indianapolis games. That's a very yeah. interesting one. I'm just, I wish that one got flexed into Sunday Night Football. I don't yeah. want to watch Bears-Packers in prime time. I mean, it's just that that game is just going to be a low-scoring game. That's the problem with it, though. That's Which the, one, only... the, the Titans-Colts? Yeah. It wasn't last time. No, the, the last game, the Colts put up, what, 30 points? It was 30 to 17, I think? 30 to 21? Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's later in the season. It's a divisional you know, game. They It starts to slow down. It's the whole season, the last two weeks, I think if you compared the amount of points this these last two weeks compared mm-hmm. to the rest of the season, I think numbers are down. So That's a good point. That's a good it's point. something that I would be very skeptical of. The Colts really don't need to put up the points if they don't have to. So I could see this game ending like a 24-17, 17-20 type game. Be something real low scoring. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. Um, Actually, um, could, go ahead. can we get into a couple of questions here? Um, one of the ones that I got earlier, I was talking to a guy at work. I don't know how the hell he got this. Um, I should have asked him when he told me about it. But he was asking me, um, Mark... Andrews or Travis Kelsey this week? Travis Kelsey going up against the Buccaneers, Mark Andrews against the Steelers. Okay, I want to know how he got the tight ends, but I'm still going Kelsey. It doesn't, it, you, you don't, you're not skipping Kelsey. That's you, what I'm saying, yeah. I don't care who he plays, you're plugging that dude in all the time. I mean, I think it, I, the only, the only little tidbit I would probably say is what you were saying that if Lamar Jackson is going to hit anybody uh, in this game. It's going to be Mark Andrews. But the Steelers have an awesome defense, and I agree with you. I think I would take Travis Kelsey over Mark Andrews in that one. Yeah, they're probably going to watch Darren Waller a lot closer. and Or not Darren. Oh, wow, did I say Darren Waller? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mark Andrews, sorry. I'm scrolling through looking at something. And, uh, yeah, I think you're going to watch Mark Andrews more in that game so that you know, takes away one target for, uh, you know, Lamar. I mean, that's the only person he's going to really be able to throw to and then just match up one-on-one outside of that. And the Steelers Uh, have a pretty ferocious pass rush, too, so he's got to be able to throw the ball in order for Andrews to catch the ball. Right. Yeah, so Kelsey, 100%. Agreed. Yep. I would also like for you to ask him how he managed to get I will. I'll have to ask him when I see him. Yeah. Um. So I will bring up uh, – there was one that I I found as well. Uh, I skipped right past it. That's my fault. Um, so just bear with me for a second. All right, so this one. Uh, Taysom Hill in Denver or Phillip Rivers this week? 
That's a tricky one. Um, I think I'm probably going Taysom Hill, honestly, just because they looked good last week. Um, the Saints as a whole, he's going to run more than Phillip Rivers is, so he's got the opportunity for rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. And Denver's just not a good defense. I mean, and like you said earlier, too, Colts-Titans is probably going to be a lower, lower, lower scoring game. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I agree with you that, you know, as the season rolls on, teams are getting tired, players are getting, you know, injured, battling through that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think I'm going to take some hell. What about you? I'm going to some hill on the regards to my uh, ploy and uh, constant remarks from 2019, which is fuck Philip Rivers. Yeah. Um, I can't trust that man in fantasy. I really can't. So I stay far away from him. That was my like number one thing. And I, the only reason Philip Rivers bit me in the butt this year was because I was like, oh, he's going to pick T.Y. Hilton as his new favorite target. All right, well, T.Y. Hilton's been absolute crap this year. I drafted mm-hmm. him decently high in a lot of leagues. So did I. And it hasn't panned out one bit. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to continue to say Philip Rivers is dog doo-doo, Pat. Pat, he is dog doo-doo. I'm not going to say dog shit. Oh, there, I said it. <laughs> uh, well, it it's that funny occurs. that you, you, brought up, you brought that up because that's a really good transition into this next question that just came through. Um in regards to the 2020 season as a whole, so far in Week 12, who is the bigger bust of the season, Lamar Jackson or T.Y. Hilton? I think I know my answer. I want to hear yours first, though. I'm still going T.Y. on this one. Um, I mean, he was not – I wouldn't say T.Y. was like – he wasn't – what would you say? He was probably a top 15 to 20 wide receiver being talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say T.Y. because he's been absolutely garbage. At least Lamar's still been fantasy relevant. It's just I personally am not as shocked by Lamar because I said it in the beginning of the year where I was like, oh, everybody wants him as a number one quarterback. I said I think he'd fall somewhere in the 8 to 10 range, and that's where he's sitting. So I'm not surprised, but I am surprised about T.Y., so that's my answer. Interesting. Uh, if you we, ask, in, in all honesty, it's technically probably Lamar because of the fact that he's not doing the numbers he did last year. But yeah, I still pick T.Y. I, 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 we disagree on this one. I think that um, I, I'm, I think I actually wrote about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think he's a huge bust, and I think he's the biggest bust of 2020, mainly because there were a lot of people who drafted him number one overall i if i had the number one pick and i even told the people in my family league on draft night if i get the number one pick i'm considering taking him and i was really thinking about it and i ended up using my second pick on him now there's a ton of people who took him number one overall because you get that dual threat the running quarterback he can throw and then he just had this gigantic drop off like we are discussed and this this huge regression and so many people started trading him i traded him away and i know a bunch of other people who traded him away so i i'm going with lamar on that one i sad to say too because i really like him and uh you know i don't hate the ravens so it sucks to see especially after the season that he had last year 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, I see what you mean, though. It is a bigger fall off for him and where he's drafted. I just think that there was a good hype train behind TY, but maybe that was my own hype train, I guess. Choo choo, that one fell. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to actually see the numbers, but Lamar's still probably having a viable fantasy option. Or yeah. Option, fantasy season, I would say. I, I, I do agree with you that T.Y. has been a gigantic disappointment. I mean, I, I drafted him, too, and it was it was one of those things where it's like, I think it was maybe week three or four where you, you really started questioning, okay, is he finally going to do something now? And then he you know? had a decent game a few weeks after that, didn't he? he like yeah, I think he had one one good game. Um, I'm going to hear five. Yeah. So he's had, this is his season, 9, 5, 8, 5, 12, 2, 2, 8, 6. That's bad. That's, that's in fantasy points, right? Yes. That is He's bad. an 85th ranked wide receiver. Oh, God, that is a huge drop off. Yeah, that's pretty I'll tough. tell you this. I'll take Hollywood Brown over T.Y. <laughs> is that yeah, fair? I, I just pulled up a, a, that is fair. I just pulled up Lamar's numbers here. And uh, he had 27, 17, 14, 27, 13, 28, 14, 18, 21, and 16. So not completely awful, but. Comparing it to the season he had before, it's pretty bad. I mean, week eight against Pittsburgh, he had two interceptions and two fumbles. That's pretty bad. Um, And then his highest scoring game was week six against Philadelphia, and he had 108 rushing yards, a rushing touchdown, 108 passing yards, and a passing touchdown. That was his highest score of the year so far, at least in this specific league in ESPN. Again. So, yeah, I think it's a good debate, though. I mean, you, the season's not over yet. Obviously, both of them could, you know, pull off a, a run towards the end of the year. Maybe this conversation is different, you know, at the end of, of December. Who knows? Yeah, I just think that, um, you know, like I said, he's at 10 right now for ranked for uh, quarterbacks, but that is a big fall. So, yeah. but I'll end this with uh, I will take Hollywood Brown over T.Y. Hilton this week and watch this be the T.Y. Hilton game where he just absolutely goes crazy or something stupid like that. Number one and number two wide receivers this week are going to be Hollywood Brown and T.Y. Hilton. You heard it here first. Ah, dang it, you beat me to it. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) unbelievable. Uh, With that being said, though, buddy, do you have any other fine words tonight, my friend? Uh, I don't. I mean, I think that it's a really interesting week. There's some very interesting matchups, um, you know, the ones that we highlighted already. I, and I wasn't kidding. I really do like that 49ers and Rams game. I, I just don't – I don't know where the Niners are going to go right now. And, I I mean, people have been following, you know, our articles, the start and sit articles all year round. I mean, I have not been a fan of Jared Goff, and people know that now, and I actually like him in this game. Um, so that should tell you how I feel about that game right there. But that's about it, man. I mean, that, that's really all I got for this week. I mean, these Thanksgiving games are going to be interesting. Uh, starts and sits for this week. Thanksgiving special edition actually just dropped a little bit ago. So go to Ontap Sportsnet and check that out. Ooh, okay. Okay. So you, you said you could find that. Where is that at? www.ontapsportsnet.com? That is right, sir. Oh, okay. So uh, as that being said, my friend, 
everybody go check that out at uh, the website. You can also check out the waivers. I'm sure there's still some players you might need, some running backs this week. Uh, full game of slate. You know, we got no bye weeks this week, so that should be fun. Enjoy the two games that we get tomorrow. I wish it was three because I don't mind sitting around watching, listening to football while getting food ready and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm not going to know what to do tomorrow night with no game. So that's going to be rough. I'll probably just play Madden or something and watch the Bears lose. Uh, <laughs> but hey, you know what? It is what it is. Um, but with that being said, Pat, as always, my friend, I appreciate you joining me tonight. Everybody go over to Twitter and follow all of us. You can follow the main page at ONTAP Sportsnet. Follow the fantasy page at FantasyHRONTAP. Follow Pat at Pat Bodeway. Follow myself at Premier Amp. And uh, as always, Pat, my friend, be safe, be smart, be good, and enjoy some football this weekend. Good luck, guys, and happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>